Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Today we continue in Colossians 3. We're looking at Paul's teaching on marriage by hitting his command to husbands. In the last episode, we saw the short verse on Paul's instruction to the wives, and now we get a short verse for the husbands. So let's read it. This is Colossians 3.19. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. One of the great ironies about Paul's teaching specifically on marriage is that in our culture, we assume that the husbands have it easy and the wives are being suppressed. In our society, we think freedom is king and individual rights are to be protected at all costs. And the idea of submitting is antiquated, maybe oppressive, or unnecessary. Why should I have to submit to you or anyone? Submission equals weakness or not allowing me to be all of me. Therefore, when we come to the Bible's teaching on marriage, it seems like Paul believes women are inferior and men are superior. Men get to lead and have authority and responsibility, and women have to submit. However, I say this is an irony because in the first century, as Paul is writing this, it would be this verse to husbands that would have been shocking. Husbands don't get to do whatever they want. They can't sleep with whoever they want. They don't get to control their wives. They are commanded to submit to a certain role as well. In the first century, it would be this verse putting constraints on husbands saying they too have a role to submit to. That would be the shocking part. Because Paul is saying men and women are equal in value and dignity and their standing in the kingdom of God but they are distinct in the roles we play. But simply because wives are called to submit does not mean that men get to do whatever they want. In fact, in Colossians, Paul doesn't mention husband's leadership or responsibility or authority or anything like that. He does that in Ephesians, but here he simply gives the husbands a call just like he does to the women, which I do think is an important note. Both spouses get one verse, one specific call. Both are vital in the drama of marriage. Both are challenging in different ways. He doesn't say here that men must be great leaders, that they have to deal with all the finances, that they have to make every decision or have to carry all the burdens and responsibilities. No. What did he say husbands are called to? Well, two things. First, he commands that husbands... Love your wives. Now, let me say this first. This says nothing, husbands, about your wife. Meaning, it doesn't say that you should love your wife when she meets your expectations. It doesn't say when your wife submits to you. It doesn't say when you feel the emotion of love or affection toward your wife. It simply says, love your wife. That is not a small thing. Your command from day one of marriage, when you take your vows until the end, is to love your wife in all seasons, in all moments, in all days, in all circumstances. Love your wife. So if you thought husbands have it easier because they don't have to submit, 
How about that call? Consistently and always love your wife. No qualifications, no exemptions. So men, can I just challenge you for a second? If you are married, how are you doing in consistently loving your wife? Laying your life down for her. Laying your desires down for hers. Making sure her gifts and desires are flourishing. Making sure she is growing in the Lord. Praying for her. Prompting her to be in the scriptures. Giving her encouragement in the Lord, even when you don't feel like it. Making sure that she knows that you care for her with your words and your actions. This is our call, husbands. We must passionately pursue loving our wives and making sure they are cared for, taken care of, protected, and flourishing. And quickly, single men, if you are hoping to get married one day, or if you're dating right now, or maybe you're engaged, just recognize now this is your call. This is what you are signing up for. You are not signing up primarily to be served or to be taken care of, or to be made happy all the time, you are signing up to help that woman flourish in the Lord. You are signing up to lay down your life for her. And I'll tell you, there's few privileges in life that are greater than getting to do that for your wife. Now, Paul does say one more thing in that final phrase in the verse that we need to hit on. He says that we must love our wives and do not be harsh with them. So men, let's simply take a moment, if you're married, and consider again, how are you doing and living this out? Would you say you are harsh with your wife? Would she say that you are harsh with her? And I want you to think holistically, because you might think, well, I don't scream at her and I don't hit her, but think about this. Think about the words that you use in talking to her. And I know this is going to be hard for some of us, but think about the tone that you use those words. Think about the jokes that you tell her or the jokes you tell about her. Think about how you talk about her or describe her to others. Think about how you respond as she shares her joys her frustrations, her sadness, her anxiety? Are you harsh with her? Because depending on your personality, the harshness may come out in demeaning words or sarcastic jokes, silent treatment, intimidation, apathy, passive-aggressive behavior. But all those things are ways of not treating your wife with care, tenderness, love, sensitivity, emotional engagement, and intimacy. Those things are harsh because it causes a disconnect and a distance, and it is not the way of a godly husband. So here's what I want to leave you with. If, like me, you can struggle being harsh to your spouse, I want you to consider today not just how bad of a husband you are and feel shame and guilt. I want you to consider how Jesus treats you. Husbands, you are part of Jesus's bride. He has a deep union and love for you. Does he treat you harsh? Does he look on in disappointment? Does he speak to the Father with demeaning words about you? No. He cherishes you. He gave his life for you. 
He sits with you in the midst of all your chaos, all your anxiety, all your sin and frustrations. He rejoices with you. Men, he loves you. He is never harsh toward you. So if you struggle with being harsh toward your wife, I want to encourage you to meditate on and enjoy the tenderness of Jesus toward you. I believe that is what will change your heart. Abide in him. Meditate on his love for you and allow that to be what changes you. We can focus on our guilt and shame for the things we've done wrong, and it's good to have a godly grief. But we repent and we change then because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he loves us, that he gave himself for us. And as we experience his love, then we as men might transform into husbands that can love our wives and not be harsh with them. Now, there's many different ways you can abide with Jesus, grow in this, break some of those walls down. So if you do want help in this area, I'm being honest, please reach out to me. I'd be glad to help you men. And let's not be afraid to fight for this together. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Peace.